Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Glad you could join us. You were certainly late coming through the door. Remember what did I teach you? We always talk about what I taught you. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're, you're late. late. <laughs> well, I was out at the uh, Keurig coffee maker, and it's funny how we've boiled coffee down to just a process that takes 37 seconds. So I only arrived there 35 seconds before the start you had to of wait the two show. Seconds, <laughs> right? <laughs> so my coffee's out there squishing all over the counter or something. Well, I was probably. just about to get up and move over to your seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Lost track of that. But uh, yeah, welcome on board, everybody. It's the double. KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. we got an angry man standing by, so we'll be talking to him shortly. We have Linda Kenyon, who's going to talk to us at 9.06 this morning, a CBS News congressional correspondent, very experienced reporter, award winner like all the CBS uh, correspondents. So she'll be coming up this morning at 9.06. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you today. Uh, let's see. Stan is standing by. That's the where the deriva- derivation of that word is. Is Stan to stand by, which Stan has to do at the beginning of the show. I think you need some help here this morning. You seem at odds. <laughs> With what? With, with, you, with yourself. <laughs> with you. <laughs> I believe you're having a meltdown. <laughs> Stan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. No, I'm not angry today. What? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Uh, uh, hopefully the, the Republicans, you know, do what they need to do. Now, as far as what's going on down there, it all the blame is laid right at McCarthy's feet because he didn't do his job and work to get this full of support that he needed to gain the speakership. Instead, he thought that he was owed that job. It was his turn. Now, we've had this problem in the past. When Romney and McCain ran for president, it was their turn, and we all could see how that turned out, right? Well, they didn't win. (laughs) Well, exactly. (laughs) But, you know, everybody gave it to him, basically gave it to him because, hey, it's their turn. He needs, you know, he's running for president. It's their turn. He's Same thing this. with McCarthy. He's been there for however long he's been there. I think 16 years, I think I heard. Uh, so it, and he's been in leadership, so it's his turn. He's earned Same it. Same thing with Pelosi. Did he? No, no, that's I what don't he know says. If he did. <laughs> Evidently not, because he didn't, doesn't have the support that he needs, does he? Well, I think a lot of the animosity toward him is personal. It has nothing to do with his ability to lead. No, I don't. Not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing they want certain things to change in Congress, the rules, and he's the one, only one that can, do, you know, make it happen as a speaker. Well, then you know, they a... want to return to regular order to have twelve appropriations bills instead of one big ominous 
monster out there, <laughs> you know, just uh, shoving all that spending down was our that, throats. Was that a Freudian slip? You said ominous instead of omnibus. <laughs> well, yeah, you could take that either way, either way. because it is pretty ominous, ominous every time they do it. Okay, but let's look at it from another standpoint. You know, why? What is the? what are these guys going to gain? The six votes have not changed a thing. They, they are still the same numbers they had before, 212 for Hakeem Jeffries, 201 or something like that for, uh, for uh, McCarthy. So what are these guys proving? All they're doing is making the Republican Party look like a pack of clowns who couldn't deliver on the promises they made. <laughs> Day one, we're going to do not, this. Day one, we're going to do don't that. don't need much help there, Joe. <laughs> Come you on. You see, Joe... Those, those people that are opposing him right now also made promises to their constituents about what they want to be done in Congress, okay? They want return to regular order. They want investigations into certain things. They want certain things. Balance budget. And they promised their constituents that they would do that. They would stand up for that, and that's what they're doing. Now, it's debate. Ain't that what democracy is all about, debate? So we're going to have some debate on things, and it may look a little ugly, but, hey, it is what it is. Instead of a lockstep like Akeem Jeffries, you know, he was he was just lying because he's next in line. He was the, as somebody I've heard says, he's the Democrat Pez to come the next one in the Democrat Pez dispenser. The same thing McCarthy was. He was the next one in the Republican Pez dispenser. All right? You know, that, that needs to change. We need to have debate, and that's what they're doing because we're in a democracy. Okay. Isn't that what we're told? So what's the bottom line of this debate? What, what do we get out of it? Five or ten more days of deadlocked voting, and then we're saying, oh, this is wonderful. We're just showing people that we're not going to take this crap anymore. Is that what we're going to get out of this? Maybe. Well, then it's Only not worth it. Tell, won't it. Then it's not worth it. Not worth it. Isn't it? Nope. Pez called. They don't want to be associated <laughs> okay. with Washington, Because you, you don't like the debate, Joe? See, they're debating things. They're getting it out in they're the open. Debating. Yeah. They're not really? debating. They're not debating. When did you see any debate? You no, saw a couple of speeches. You saw a couple of speeches on the floor of somebody ad- endorsing somebody else. There's been no debate. Behind closed doors there is, though. Discussions. Well, but that's not... Well, how do we know? They could be back there saying, hey, listen, if you do this for me, I'll do that for you. That's not debate. Well, that's, that's deal-making. Yep, and they've always done that, and that's what's going on. And oh, well, wait a second, you're just saying, that, you're just saying that's bad. And they've also discussed what has been said, Stan, and then McCarthy you, is going behind them. You're just saying that's bad. Now you're saying that that's what we should expect, them behind closed doors. But you're saying we uh, should change things. Oh, I didn't say it's good, but that's always what's happened in politics. And they're making those deals, but they're also bringing it out on the floor and exposing it, too. Where? How? When they get up and give those speeches, when, when, say, Matt Gates gets up and gives his speech, he's telling us what McCarthy has told him and then what he has done to back out on those things. Okay? I don't have the specifics, and neither do you, because it's all being laid out in time. I don't have time to watch it all. All I know is it is what it is, and it'll, it'll flesh out in the end. Oh, but that word's debate. been banished. We want, we want debate. We want discussion. We want a little opposition. We don't just want the next guy, a candy, piece of candy out of the Pez dispenser, do we? I'm willing to accept the next guy out of the Pez dispenser if it means the Republicans get started trying to dismantle this insanity that's been put in there by Joe Biden and his ilk. Pez and now, oh, I, I don't, don't, Joe, I don't disagree with you on that, except we, we all know 
what's going to happen there. The Democrat, I mean, the Republicans in the House will do what the Republicans in the House do. They'll put bills forth. They'll go to the Senate and die. All right, but here's the problem. Right now, Joe Biden is eating their lunch. He's announced he's going to the border. So instead of being <laughs> able to confront that, the Republicans are mired down in this obscene vote for, for the Speaker of the House. And, and Biden's going to go down there and maybe look around and maybe do something, and people are going to say, well, the Democrats are on top of this. The Republicans talked about it, but they didn't do crap. All right. Joe, it's almost two years since he's been president, and it's the first time he might go to the border, and guaranteed he'll go where there's nobody crossing and say, look at this, nothing's going on. We're good. He won't go to the <laughs> detention centers down there, more than likely. Will he? Well, what to, if he does? Because that would be too big. Well, to then he does. The but it's his, de- it's his detention centers, and it's the Obama's detention centers, okay? All right, got to hit the well, roof. Again, I contend <laughs> that the Republicans are very, very adept at one thing, and that's snatching vict- a defeat out of the jaws of victory. Right. I agree with Only Donald Trump. Will tell. I agree with Trump. Take the, you know, celebrate, take the victory, and move on. Well, they're working on a the deal. They're no, working on the right, deal. Right. Deal. And, and, and we'll have to tell, time will tell what happens. Won't All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so Thanks, much Dan. for calling in. Have a good one. You yeah. too. I don't think he was angry at the beginning, but he might be now. <laughs> you just never know. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you today. What's your view on this? Is this good democracy or chaos? Uh, I did watch a little bit of it last evening on C-SPAN, and it was chaos. There was no argument about that. Well, there was certainly no debate, and there was certainly no bringing it all out for the people to see. The poor clerk trying to announce things, and nobody was listening to her. So, Well, and then the, I feel sorry for those congressmen who were elected that brought their families down there to see see them sworn oh, yeah, in. It's left. a pretty They're, big event. You know, <laughs> you know, so cooked. What happens? Send we, them we, home. We have a bunch of kids running around the floor of the Congress, and nobody, and literally, <laughs> the adults are the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus some of them brought their children. Yeah. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Let's take a quickie break. we got an email related to this one individual, not too impressed with what he sees in Washington, D.C. or she sees in Washington, D.C., so we'd love to hear from you. What's your view on this topic, the Kevin McCarthy topic? We'll hear from Linda Kenyon, a CBS congressional reporter, so we'll find out just how unusual this is. And, uh, of course, she's a reporter, is objective, doesn't have an opinion about all of this. But Well, uh, at least we're not allowed to ask her her opinion. Maybe in the past she sees how this kind of thing can play out, so we'll ask her that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can talk to us. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on Mark 1-800. What's so funny? Nothing. I'm just... You're laughing over there. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Got two thoughtful emails. Yes, we do. And they're and both on wildly different topics. We'll start with EB, who uh, says, for the second straight day, the Republican clown show failed to elect a Speaker of the House. It's embarrassing how inept and disorganized they are. Electing a Speaker is literally the easiest thing they're supposed to do, and they can't even complete that basic task. Now, there's been talk that some of them want to strike a deal with the Democrats to choose a consensus candidate. How interesting that the GOP is always claiming to be the superior governing body, but then they have to consider asking Democrats to bail them out. Deep down, they know the truth, which is that the Republican Party is a total mess in the post-Trump era, whereas the Democratic Party is unified, competent, and ready to govern. All right, President Trump supporting boy, McCarthy. You, I would love to know what Kool-Aid this lady's drinking. Well, I, what's wrong <laughs> with what she said? Well, first of all, you know, if this were the Democrats, she would be saying, oh, this is an exercise in democracy. This is how it should work. Well, that much is true. <laughs> right. No argument there, but that doesn't make it a clown show. It doesn't not make it a clown show, which it is. Well, it would be a clown show no matter who was doing it, whether it was right. Democrats or Republicans. I agree with well, her on that. Well, but see, if you elect President Trump as your president and head of your party, and slowly you realize you sort of have a hangover going into the, the past couple of years, this is what happens to people that have a hangover. They're confused. They have a headache. <laughs> they they look like a clown show well, when they, they try a to move. a little bit of the hair of the dog that bit them. Oh, well, he did do that. He did weigh in and does support yes, and, and, McCarthy. and what happened as the result of that? Nothing, Nothing changed. <laughs> I think it made well, him look pretty bad, too, that he can't even control his own supporters or can't even influence. I won't say control. I'll say influence his own supporters. Yeah, it's funny. The Freedom Caucus is the most MAGA-like, but they're the ones that don't want his influence anywhere, and they oh. don't agree with him. You said MAGA. I feel threatened. Oh, mega, mega. <laughs> yeah, they, I saw that on CNN last night. They came up with a new term, not ultra mega, but mega, mega. Well, you know, I love how she takes some, the, the speculation about the Republicans going across the aisle and looking for Democratic support has come from Olivia Ocasio-Cortez. And our writer, E.B., treats it like this is actually something the Republicans are doing or going to do. I don't think there's any evidence that they're <laughs> going to do that. And if, and if they did, they would be committing political suicide. Right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our listeners asked something about uh, some funding for Russian widows. We don't know anything about that, <laughs> no. so yeah, we'll have to find out what that is another time. Eric, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Happy New Year, and to uh, you as well. Uh, uh, Eb. Uh, Sometimes agree with he, she. Of course, we don't know because they text in. They don't call in. So no, she, but she told us. She, call in, she, EB told a, us. EB a told us she's a woman. She's EB a told us that. Okay. okay. So, EB, um, in this day, we need to start to come to a, a more centric uh, look at things. And I applaud. I applaud what the state house did. Uh, now, uh, once those three elections are come up, what things may change. But they selected a, a, a uh, speaker who well, used to be a Democrat, now is independent, kind of a centrist, and moving on with the job. Um, I think it's interesting, uh, and to me it is a positive step, now follow me here, um, that the, evidently the cons- ultra-conservatives, and, and you know, the, the, the modern news calls it MAGA, you know, that lumps them all together, and, and there's a whole bunch of issues with a more conservative thought 
and then make 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 America great again stuff. And so call them MAGA is is you know that's too simple. Let let let's, let's come on news people. Let's let's get into more of the minutia of it. But anyway, so apparently former President Trump uh, tried to put some pressure to these guys. So, you know, you're making us look bad as Republican Party, like he's some spoken for the Republican Party anymore. Um, you know, come together and do that, and they refused. I think that's a positive step. I think that anything that, that former President Trump says, use it as an opposite barometer and go the other way, and perhaps that's what they're doing, to say, you know, hey, we, we are forming a new part of the Republican Party, and we're not listening to, you know, these, these people who've taken us down a wrong step before. I don't know. Um, perhaps they will need to draw in uh, some cent- central uh, elements to get the necessary votes. Uh, I guess, I, I don't understand, maybe, you know, you guys can fill me in on this. Is it always the assumption that if you're a Democrat, you only vote for a Democratic uh, uh, person, and if you're Republican, only for a Republican person for the Speaker of the House? There, there's never anyone crossing the aisle as a normal discourse in, let's say, any time between, before 2016? I'm sure it's happened from time to time, yeah. but it's, you know, once in a while they the, might the even the do it in the minority knows, you know, I guess that they vote... They know how it's going to go, but, you know, and I think what we need is we're going to need to have some, some you know, coming to the center of the aisle to get things done. Uh, I, it, do I think the Democratic Party is overspending? I do. Do I think the Republican Party, you know, they, they back <laughs> President Trump is going down a, a, a bad rabbit hole? I do. Uh, so, so where's the new people stepping up? And... Um, and I think that's what they need. And is is this candidate? And I'm, I'm blanked on his name right now. Is he is he more of a new person, Joe, or is he kind of just some of the old guard? Or you know, who are you talking about? Uh, the the uh, candidate, the, the the leader for the position of the Repo- Speaker of the House. He's a Republican. McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's is been he, there. He, for, he's been there for a while. He's old okay. guard. Okay. So so is Republican Party saying, okay, you know, you're part of the old. Let's let's bring someone new in. I don't know. You know. But to to have it, you know, and, and, and again, the news media are saying it's havoc, it's havoc in Washington, blah blah blah, blah you know, it's the first couple three days of the of the new session, you know, you know, they're still shaking hands, getting to know each other, but to to have a discussion and say this is great havoc, I don't believe that either. I think it. it Did you watch any process, of it? Right. <laughs> you watch any of it yesterday or last evening, right before they adjourned, when they reconvened at eight o'clock and then adjourned a short time later? That was chaos. It's just plain. There's no other way about it. I mean, everybody was but milling is it around. Only because we're seeing it, and, and, and you know, there hasn't been chaos on the, the floor of Congress before. My gosh, not the like 1840s, this. They're beating each other with sticks. Oh, this right? is just different chaos. Yeah, this is well, this is with kids saying. playing isn't this soccer. Political discord isn't this, you know, in the well. and, and and trying to and doesn't disagreement ultimately then have to lead to compromise? <laughs> well, it's got, something's going to have to give here. I, would I think. know Eric's blowing or, or, or uh, 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 shining sunshine <laughs> out of places. Is that, is that what we're saying today? But um, I guess where my um, thoughts are is maybe, maybe finally. We're going to have a different direction rather than the same old, same old Republicans voting just all Republican, Democrats voting all Democrat, and then never, never accomplishing a whole lot because if a thought's brought from the other side of the aisle, it can't be worthy. And there's a lot of good stuff that needs to be done and looked at. And one of the things I'm finding now is, is with my situation in my own family and my mother's care, um, and my wife just recently going on to Medicare, what a mess that is. What a mess that is. 
All right, we got you. We're doing a terrible disservice to our seniors. Um, and my eyes have been open due to some, some things I'm dealing with lately. But uh, well, we've got to look at, uh, you know, uh, providing better for our seniors. Um, and uh, some of the things I've seen the last few weeks with the care of my mom is, is just, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the care she's getting, but the cost and, and the decisions that most families have to be put in. And it's, it's, it's a crime that, that we're not taking better care of our older folks. All right, we got you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks Thank for you, calling Tom. in. Thank Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, in the middle of the screen, you see two texts. Yes, and I, I think one discussion. is very, very, very much on point. Does E.B. agree with Cory Bush calling Byron McDonnell a token when he was nominated for speaker? I consider Bush a racist. And that's typical for the way the people on the left treat a black person who's conservative. They demean him. He's an Uncle Tom. You know, he's a token. Couldn't possibly be a serious candidate for it. And I think he'd probably do a decent job, to be honest with you. Okay. And then uh, Biden may be going to the border. It will be more of the same. He'll demand amnesty for people that violated our laws and border security. All right. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Kamala Harris said before she was in an NPR interview on their politics show, and uh, she called, she said, we definitely need some more leadership here from the Congress, that they oh, need okay. to act, that they've dropped the ball for decades. And they, she says the administration's done everything they can to really? seal up the border. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm sure they have. Hey, I just report they the took news. A, they took some duct tape down there and strung it across and said, do not enter, right? Mm, it's, more, it's more like <laughs> painter's tape, because apparently people are getting through. Well, I don't think they could, you know, the, I, I just don't think they're going to actually tell the truth about this issue. And I still think they're between a rock and a hard place. How do they admit that it's now a problem when the Republicans have been yelling as a Republican all it's been a crisis all, all since the, the get-go and of course the Republicans are in no, no position to do anything about it right now because they're still trying to elect the Speaker <laughs> of the House well and the, you know there have been Republican presidents and Republican Congresses uh, nobody's done anything about the border for decades I mean that much Kamala Harris is uh, no she's got that is right, is right yeah. but uh, each individual president has tried to do a few things and this one well, Donald Trump not tried so to much. do a lot you know, more. I would say Donald Trump has the best record on border security of any president in my lifetime. Donald Trump pulled money out of thin air in order to try to get something done down well, there. Well, because why? Why but transferring do you do that? Because military the Democrats, dollars. Yeah, the Democrats who will spend trillions of dollars on insane things like shrimp running on a treadmill trying to study them, but they won't, wouldn't give him money for the border. Well, this is a bipartisan debacle. There's no argument there. But yeah, President Trump is in, or President Biden's in charge now, should be doing something uh, on this very topic. Go ahead, Joe. The way Congress operates has to change. No one person should be able to stop a bill. If it weren't for, ex- if it weren't for extortion, blackmail, and bribery, nothing would move through Congress. <laughs> you know, that's probably How about democracy true. and deal-making? Isn't that what they're really doing? Well, I don't think so. No, it's, it's blackmail. All right, thank you for the text. It used to be email. the the analogy used to be a cigar fill a smoke filled back room. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, where Warren Harding got the nomination for president. Oh, well, okay. And and the sole motivation was he looked like a president. Most of the Capitol smoke free. Although, <laughs> as we heard from one of our good callers, the third floor is in Harrisburg is open to smoking on the upper chamber. So maybe that's well, the same in, in the Washington. Nineteen nineteen. So it's a little different time. All right. Uh, unrelated email? Go yes, right Doug says, so a young, supposedly healthy football player, Damar Hamlin, collapses on the field after 
after a routine hit, and anyone who questions whether it could be vaccine-related is silenced or ridiculed. But the media can say over and over that it has was because football is so violent and that his cardiac arrest was absolutely from the tackle. We don't know for sure that he was vaccinated, nor do we know if the incident was related to the vaccine, but we don't know that it wasn't. So why do people, so why do they rule out that it's a possibility and why does everyone put their head in the sand and completely ignore the fact that excess deaths are up exponentially the past two years compared to years previous? Did anyone even see that another former pro football player who was 38 was found dead in his home the same day? Again, we don't know that Damien's cardiac arrest was brought on from the vaccine, but why doesn't the media or the NFL even want to hear about it when people are dying suddenly all around us? Dying Doug. Well, you know, Doug, <laughs> you got a weird argument there. People are dying all around us, or people die unexpectedly all the time. I mean, it's not... Right, and we're very unhealthy, uh, comprehensively unhealthy. But he was hit in the chest, and there, I heard doctors talking about on TV that, that, that if you're hit at the right point in the rhythmic cycle of your heartbeat, it can cause cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard, too, that they were the people trying to pin this on the vaccine, the doctor who said he gave him the shot turned out to be a fake, according to a story I heard this morning. So that there you was mean no they gave doctor, him a vaccine shot, supposedly. Well. But no, the, apparently that wasn't the case. So hmm. it's six of one half dozen of another. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I think we got another email. If I can get that to come in here, do 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 do. do. Hold on. <laughs> this flap no in. This fold over. Not Cory Bush. Cory Booker. No, it was Cory Bush. Separate person. Separate person. Okay. I'm certainly familiar with Cory Booker, former presidential candidate, but right. Not, uh, Cory Bush is a, a, a congressman. Okay. All right. One eight hundred seven. Well, we won't have time for that. Hey, uh, we have Linda Kenyon going to be talking to us at nine oh six, CBS News congressional correspondent. So uh, we will get her objective, news-oriented uh, observations about what she's seen on the floor of the U.S. Congress: chaos or democracy. Plus daycare taking place there now too. Kids, uh, some of the parents are allowed to let their kids play on some the, of them need in the well for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you're back to the members of Congress right. needing daycare. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. He's right a here. good conservative. He's an actual Republican. I'm a Democrat, but I just play a liberal on the radio. And uh, Lynn Hall is our producer. We appreciate Lynn calling up and getting in contact with uh, Linda Kenyon, a CBS News correspondent. We've heard her on Westwood One, the early morning shows that they have. She's been around the world, but uh, has focused lately on the U.S. Congress, which uh, Linda, this is your time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's going on down there. 
It's it's been a very strange floor show. In fact, for those of uh, of us who actually watch C-SPAN, uh, Joan Stewart uh, tweeted this morning that this is uh, the the best uh, season of C-SPAN ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, we've seen kids playing in the well, and uh, a lot of folks having some fun in the upper galleries while they kill time. And, and the s- Democrats eating popcorn. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. so all of that mm-hmm. has happened. Well, uh, tell us from your observations. Is this chaos, or as a consumer of good government and or a government in front of you, is this democracy in action? This is just how it looks sometimes, warts and all. Well, we like to say democracy is messy, and uh, that watching laws made is kind of like watching sausage. It's a pretty ugly experience, but at the end you get a tasty treat. So what we have right now however, seems to surpass all of those expectations, and uh, it's pretty ugly. And we have a person who has long, long wanted to be the House Speaker, and now it's within his grasp, Kevin McCarthy, and they keep moving the goal line and push pulling it away from him. So uh, Kevin McCarthy has been the House's top Republican for the past four years, and uh, now that the Republicans have won the majority in the House, he is poised, naturally speaking, if anything was natural as to what's going on in Congress right now, but he is poised to become the next Speaker of the House. The problem is he can't get enough votes. He certainly doesn't expect any votes from the Democratic side of the aisle. In fact, they've nominated their own person, knowing that they won't win, but it's a very interesting floor show. They won't win because they're not the majority party in the House. The Republicans get to elect a Republican. But uh, the Democrats uh, on the other side of the aisle are just watching this and, quite frankly, soaking it all up and even enjoying it as they (laughs) name uh, Hakeem Jeffries as their Speaker of the House uh, should he win the 218. He's not going to win the 218. He knows it. But uh, they they are all uh, watching what's happening on the other side. And Kevin McCarthy has consistently fallen short of the 218. And uh, Hakeem Jeffries has consistently gotten more than Kevin McCarthy, but again, not the 218. The problem for Kevin McCarthy is he has a group of about 20 hardline conservatives that are members of the House Freedom Caucus who oppose him no matter what. And they have tried to extract various concessions from him, certain promises, in order to uh, promise their vote. But even within this small faction, there's a smaller faction that says, no way we're not going to allow Kevin McCarthy to be our Speaker of the House, no matter what concessions he makes. So Kevin McCarthy is in a very tough spot, and he somehow has to figure out how to wriggle out of it. And uh, when we go into round seven of the votes today, it's hard to see how he's going to wriggle out of it and still emerge as Speaker of the House. Well, we've heard a lot of talk about the 1855, 138 ballots necessary to come up with a speaker. And, you know, so we're not going to go that far. But how far is there any consensus that you picked up in your reporting of how long this will go before somebody actually breaks? Either McCarthy backs out or they uh, they give him the votes he needs. There's a couple of scenarios in which this would work for McCarthy. One is that he gets the Democrats to uh, support him. The Democrats are saying, that's their problem, we're not going to do that. They have to work this out among themselves. The other is that uh, somehow he manages to persuade the House Freedom Caucus to trust him. They do not trust him at all. They say right now that he campaigned on behalf of moderate Republicans, and uh, 
and that was not a good thing. Uh, well, one of the jobs of a Speaker of the House or the leader of any party is to try and get more Republicans elected, and he did that uh, when uh, he campaigned on their behalf, raised money on their behalf in the midterms, and he was so successful that he managed to get the Republicans to be the majority party in the House. However, they were not the most conservative of the conservative, and that's what the Freedom Caucus is upset about. They want him to give them more positions on House committees so they can have more influence over elect, over uh, legislation. And uh, they want him to uh, lower the threshold of the number of votes it takes to remove him, by the way, from the speakership. He agreed to five. They said one. He said not one. No way, no how. But apparently he's willing to move on that as of early this morning. So it would take one member of the Republican Party to say, I don't like McCarthy. I don't like the job he's doing. Let's remove him from office. And then that would, of course, set up a vote for the full body. So, um, you know, he, he, can, he might be able to pull it off. He is a political animal. He, he knows how the game is played. Uh, the other scenario that has been kicked around uh, on Capitol Hill is that he withdraw. Should he withdraw, there is somebody else that the members of the House Freedom Caucus do seem to like, and the moderates do seem to like, and that is Steve Scalise, who right now is the uh, poised to become the House Majority Leader. And uh, he, of course, has said nothing about any of this because uh, he does not want to throw his hat in the ring under any circumstances until his leader, who he refers, he regards as Kevin McCarthy, says, all right, I'm out. It's your turn. I've had enough of this. One of the Congress members around here in a neighboring county is Congressman Scott Perry, and he was interviewed and says all we're standing up for is an end to reckless spending, an end to the $31 trillion in debt. Is that so, oh, and tighter border securities, talked about that. Is that so terrible that you stand up for those? It seems to me that that would be the perfect stepping off ground for some sort of a compromise, but uh, you say they're just not going to vote for McCarthy under any circumstances. Well, there, for example, is uh, Lauren Boebert of Colorado, and she says, uh, she said on the floor yesterday that her favorite president, Donald Trump, called her and said, all right, you've made your point now, throw your support behind McCarthy and stop this, it's an embarrassment to the Republican Party. And she said, uh, um, what he does, she said, you need to, to step up, step down on this. And she said, the person who needs to step down on this is Kevin McCarthy. I mean, she wouldn't even listen to Donald Trump, who she referred to as her favorite president. So, um, you know, and she's not alone on that. Uh, Scott Perry has uh, been trying to reach some kind of a compromise, but, you know, he is also one of the driving forces behind what we have right now, which is a stalemate. Well, McCarthy says that the these people in the Freedom Caucus are moving the goalposts. They, they ask for one thing, he gives it to them, they want something else. Where right. Perry and the other people are saying that he was arrogant. He thought he had more than enough votes that they were going to win, the Republicans were going to do substantially better than they did, and he wouldn't need their votes. So how do we, right. how do, how would the, is there any scenario that they get to the center and that somebody actually gives and somebody actually accepts the fact that they've lost? It's a game of legislative chicken right now. We have to figure out who's going to blink first. And uh, it's hard to imagine how Kevin McCarthy could be uh, enjoying this. I'm sure these are some of the worst days of his life right now. But you do watch him on the House floor, and he seems to be 
smiling and palling around with people, and he's putting up a really good front. Um, but I imagine behind the scenes he's taking some Pepto because this has got to be a really bad time for him. Again, always a bridesmaid, never a bride for Kevin McCarthy. He has wanted to be the Speaker of the House long before he was even the House Minority Leader. Fifth Dimension, Wedding Bell Blues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Linda. Yeah, Very much appreciated. Great insights. We always uh, appreciate talking to all of the CBS correspondents. I think this is the first time we talked to you, but uh, glad to hear from you, and thank you for your time. We'll look forward to talking to you again, Linda. Thank you. Same here. My pleasure. Have thank a great day. You, you too. Thank you. That's Linda Kenyon, CBS News Congressional Correspondent. Uh, works in the uh, First Light show with Westwood One in the morning, so that's a, a syndicated radio show like America's First News, your favorite show in history. So Best show on the radio. It is. Well, Other Kim than Commando, us and Steve Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's actually in fourth place. You know, America's First News is the best morning show in America, even better than Sunrise, which is my show. But uh, that's another topic. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you, your comment about some of the things she had to say. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you. We are going to right now do some very brief news headlines here, but first I want to tell you about our good sponsor, which is the Sunbear Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street Sunbear and Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. Uh, they have some openings there. They're looking probably for a half a dozen folks to join the 100 and a half folks that they got there. Uh, experienced technicians or entry-level technicians to work in the garage areas. If you're looking for your first job in other fields, maybe sales or just looking for a career change, maybe you know how to handle a dollar sign and uh, keep them lined up, uh, they would love to hear from you at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. You can call Todd at 570-286-7746. They're looking for people to work in the quick lane, the body shop, the car and light truck service area, the heavy truck service, the body frame and alignment and towing department. So that's uh, basically everybody has an opening over there. So they would love to hear from you at the Sunbury Motor Company. They also got some fabulous uh, vehicles that they are talking about, one of which is the Hyundai Palisade, which is the three-row SUV that they got. It's, I, I would call it a large SUV. I guess midsize is probably what it really is. But uh, very affordable, all-wheel drive. It's just like the Telluride, only with a little bit more uh, higher, uh, what do you say, uh, clearance to get over things. This comes with a V6. They also have a hybrid version of it. It's, of course, it's got all the bells and whistles. The lane departure warning basically drives itself if you're willing to take your hands off the wheel for a little bit. Uh, 21 miles to the gallon on average, less than $50,000 Hyundai Palisade. It's a small minivan, you could call it, with all-wheel drive and great Hyundai cred, and that is a fantastic vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. All right, the uh, sunburymotors.com if you want to line yourself up for one of those. Now some very brief news headlines. The magisterial district judge in western Snyder County who took over a vacant magisterial district seat is now running for the position full-time. Judge Bo Travis announced his candidacy yesterday. He is a Republican. An area prosecutor has announced her candidacy for Union County DA. Robin Zenzinger announced Wednesday she's running for the DA seat as a Republican candidate in the May 16th primary election. She's in East Buffalo Township president, currently a full 
full-time assistant DA in Northumberland County. Boy, they'd hate to lose her there, but she is highly competent down there, they say. And the latest COVID-19 surge continued across Pennsylvania with hospitalizations on the increase. That includes a big spike in patients in intensive care units. State Department of Health reported that they saw an increase in 216 people hospitalized since the start of the pandemic. 1,700 people are hospitalized statewide. Local hospitalization numbers about the same or up very slightly around here lately. State police have tallied up the numbers from the New Year's Day holiday uh, period enforcement efforts, and they have the numbers. From December 30th through January 1st, troopers investigated 481 crashes. While 108 people were injured, no one was killed, although 51 of the crashes were alcohol-related. Troopers made 356 arrests for driving under the influence and issued more than 1,400 citations for speeding, 378 for seatbelt violations, and 67 for failing to secure children in child safety seats. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And Scott Perry, the congressman, is talking to WHTM. He said it is more important to get it right than to get it fast. Talking about the election of the House Speaker, he says Washington is broken. Everybody knows it. Congress has to work for the American people, not just the people in the swamp. He told Dennis Owens down at WHTM that as president of the Freedom Caucus, he is opposed to the reckless spending that uh, Congressman McCarthy has been supporting and that most of the $31 trillion in debt has been on McCarthy's watch. Uh, Perry and the other Republicans opposing McCarthy have typically uh, supported Donald Trump, who called for Republicans, though, to vote for McCarthy. Uh, Perry, who usually is in synchronization with Trump, disagrees with the former president. This time says, no one gets me to fall in line because, as you know, there's never Never a wrong time to do the right thing, unquote, Perry said, uh, again, talking to WHTM. So we appreciate their quotes from that interview. And finally, Joe, I have no idea what he's selling, but uh, Brian Cranston is back as Walter White. You're oh, enjo- yeah? Yep, you're enjoying the Breaking Bad series. I just finished it. Oh, how was it? Oh, excellent. Isn't that excellent. crazy? He's a great actor. And he's not dead yet, so... No, he's not. Um, I mean, in the series... Well, Walter White was dead. How are they going to bring him back? I don't know. You just <laughs> never know. You never know. That's amazing. He's come back from the dead. No, that was the hashtag <laughs> after the show. Even They never really showed an autopsy Unless they funeral. do a, a, you know, like a flash series of flashbacks... No, I think what they do is serve somebody giving him CPR amidst the chaos or something. But anyway, yeah, hashtag he's not dead yet in the Breaking Bad series is the last thing people talked about. You're a couple years behind on this. But anyway, the Emmy winner is reprising or reprising? Reprising. Reprising his iconic role for... Popcorners, whatever that is. It's a Super Bowl ad airing next month. Uh, it'll be uh, Brian Cranston dressed as Walter White holding a bag of uh, chips. Oh, I guess there's some kind of chips with the caption, Breaking Soon. The last time he played the character was in El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, and two episodes of Better Call Saul's final season. Oh, so Cranston was on that. I didn't even know that. Never got glued to Better Call Saul. So. All right, 1-800- well, you should watch Better Call Saul. Uh, no, it's just doesn't glue me in. I can't get can't get into it. I'd rather watch a Hallmark movie. Oh, brother. <laughs> Whoa, they're so good lately. It's crazy. Well, the dog one is ridiculous. 1-800-795- So did you spend all of your Christmas season on the Hallmark channel watching the feel-good movies? Just at night. Just in the early night. morning and late at night. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Oh, the movies are fabulous. You need a life. A lot of diversity in the movies need now, Need a too. life. <laughs> well, that's, I have a life. No, you don't. Uh, 1-800. Well, you watch Brian Cranston and Breaking that's Bad. That's right, and I watched Better Call Saul, too. That's not proof of life. All right, uh, 1-800-795-9565 is your, our telephone number. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You want to read something on the right side? Yes, uh, DACA is unconstitutional and illegal. A president of the United States can't make illegals legal by executive order, and Obama illegally saddled the U.S. with that. And then, let's see, what did I tell you? CBS News, top of the hour. Biden will push to make DACA illegals legal. That's amnesty. That's from Stan. And then Biden is going to the border to see his greatest fans, the (laughs) drug cartels, the human traffickers, and the illegals, especially the criminals and terrorists. Then, unknown cause has been a leading cause of death recently. Time to determine what the unknown factor is. And finally, the idiots of both parties fought Trump on border security. Mark, military funding should be used on border security. After all, it is national security. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with President uh, Trump doing that. I, I know that he took the money from other programs, but Congress wouldn't give him any money, and he wanted to beef up security, and I thought he should and should have been having that opportunity. So I think I agree with whomever sent us that uh, text. Also, we talked about Brian Cranston. My lovely bride remind us that one of Brian Cranston's is a great performances is now in your honor great show and uh probably on netflix or something like that but it is uh, him taking good care of his son who's in hot water and he's a judge yeah but, I, uh, I saw that i don't re- it's terrible i don't remember the plot pretty darn good well i'll tell you later okay all right dale you are on the mark good morning yeah i don't know what the big problem is with the people fighting over what is con- what, does it matter to anybody? It don't matter to me. I don't. I don't understand why it matters. Well, it determines how, what the agenda will be. If the well, I mean, most people who didn't <laughs> live in New Jersey realize that Donald Trump was always a Democrat, and McCarthy's <laughs> always been a Democrat. So why don't they just give it to the Democrat? I don't understand. It. <laughs> I think that would be viewed as a massive concession. So I don't think they're about so to. I, do, I'm wondering, no. this, you know. These Trump supporters don't realize that Trump's been a Democrat his whole life. And they took the old film off. You you can't see that no more. You can't even look it up on YouTube no more. Because Trump used to rant about the Republicans all the time. So, you, you know, did, huh? 
this is all about bringing socialism. And, you know, it's, I mean, if you don't make enough money, you can call your government. They'll give you a phone. Then you can call the government back and get free money and free, you know, free food, free, free oil, whatever you want, free. Go get free. I mean, we're at social. That's why we're, inflation's sky high. We, we are paying for people who, who actually work and we're giving them a socialist benefit. It's sickening. It's totally sickening. Now you now you got now McCarthy's supposed to be in there to protect the uh, the socialist perks that the rich people get. That's the whole his whole job is. McCarthy is the same thing as Pelosi. I mean, I don't know. You guys I don't know how you guys. You, look, <laughs> you guys look deep into it. I don't understand how how you can't see it. It's right on the surface. The media the, the media tells you. The media trains you guys. I don't know. I maybe I think some people need to stay away from the media. Go get a job. You know, most of the people call you up have probably been living off the government probably for 50 years and they want more. Well, more the CIA more. and the Bar Association gives us our orders every day, Dale. We have to follow them. Well, Joe, you, you're trying to, you know, you, you try to stir things up. You've been living free all your life. We're scamming people. I mean, <laughs> some people you're work scamming hard. People. You know. <laughs> How have I been scamming people, Dale? Tell me. Well, I mean, come on. You're steering thought for the... Uh, for, for the government. I mean, that's the whole thing of media stealing, stealing thoughts. People can't even think straight today. You know, it's nuts. And that's my fault. They're all, they're all listening to what the media has to say. They're going to keep searching until they agree with something someone says. Then they're going to stare their brain and turn it into mush. And I, I think people need to just hang up the phones and TV. I think we should all bust the phones and TV. I mean, it's sick. I mean, I'm really at this point in humanity. It's what about radio? Do we have to shut down the station? Is that uh, along with the TV and the phones, or we have to shut down radio? Hey, listen, everybody's calling you up wants something off somebody. They're all wanting a certain thing. We just can't, you know. They don't want to sacrifice nothing. They just want more. Every one of your callers, you got. They want to control. They want free stuff. It's crazy. Is that you too, Dale? Are you the exception to that I don't rule? want nothing free. I never wanted nothing free. I refuse to have anything free. I'm sorry. I'm grateful for what I work for. That's it. Well, then we should That's take you off the toll-free line then. And yeah, why don't, you, why don't you call and pay the, pay the regular number? <laughs> the toll, toll call. I, I just think the people you need to realize that Trump's always been a Democrat. McCarthy's family. I think people knew leader. that he used to be a Democrat. You know, look up McCarthy's family, his mother and his father. They're all... Democrats. I mean, four generations. You, you be should be aware. Too. If you, if, I realize facts are not something you you want to deal with. But <laughs> Trump was a Republican. He registered Republican in Manhattan in 1987. He switched to the Reform Party. He re switched to the He switched to the Reform Party. He switched to the Reform Party in 1999. He went back to the Democratic Party in 2001, and then back to the Republican Party in 2009. So he was a Democrat for eight years. No, you need to go back to 83 when he destroyed uh, New Jersey by saying we ain't going to pay no more property tax. You need to go back to 83, Joe. Come on. 82, 83, see where he was then. I mean, get, 
Don't, well, yeah, don't it used to be pro-choice. So, but see, it doesn't really matter in in politics who yeah, you were. It matters who you are, are right. and what you stand for, and the people you stand for, and how you'll stand up for them. And if you're pro-life and Republican, and you're MAGA, that works out for uh, half the country. So yep. it works out. Dale, we'll give you the, the biggest, last word if you have something else to is say. The biggest socialist program in, in America. So all right, we got gotcha. you. Thank you, sir. All right, we got to go. Our our handlers are telling us to hang up on Dale. So, yes. oh, there we go. He hung up on us I'm first. sorry. Our CIA contact here says, don't let him speak <laughs> He's anymore. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> All right. These are all new right in front of you. Everything's new. All right. Walter White died in a hail of M60 gunfire. Hard to walk away from that. I agree. But it's a commercial, right? So when a politician wants a job as bad as McCarthy wants the speaker's gavel, is that a good thing? And then DACA is unconstitutional and illegal. Oh, we already read that one. Sorry. Okay. Oh, did we? Yes, we did. Okay. This is relates to vaccines. And Doug uh, has another comment. He says, yes, people have been dying suddenly for years, but the number of unexpected and sudden deaths is way above the average. And the number of athletes who have had heart-related incidents, and obviously these athletes are, athletes are tested for heart complications and are extremely healthy and fit, has also increased exponentially. The average rate for deaths of FIFA soccer players has been under five. FIFA? FIFA? I don't care. I don't like soccer. Has been under five a year. But in 2021 it was over 20. My point is that whether all of these incidents and number of young people getting myocarditis is from the vaccine or not, wouldn't you like to know one way or another? I'm guessing you guys don't want to hear about the negative effects of the clot shot because you've gotten the jab and will continue to be advocates for it no matter what proof comes out that they can be very harmful. But Doug, let's turn that around on you. You know, you know, we're not dead. We haven't had anything bad happen to us. There, well, there are millions of people who have gotten this shot with absolutely no bad effects. No, but Doug has but a you want to focus point. on the three or four that have had a serious problem. Wouldn't you want to know one way or another? There's nothing wrong with wanting to know no, but, one way or another. And I think some accept? research is what, underway. What will you accept and what won't you accept? I mean, the fact that I they've done I accept nothing from the, no one. I believe no one ever. And you don't want anything for free like Dale. I don't believe you just said but that seriously. Either. You know, they've done they've done research. They've done clinical trials. Well, they haven't done decades of research. They've just no, they haven't. A couple of two, three years. That's so, hardly a research. You know, project. when you want to talk about what what ifs, what if we hadn't had the vaccine? How many more people would have actually died? Hmm? You know, that's X. a what if too. I'd like to know that X, X number. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take more calls. We have talked primarily about Kevin McCarthy and his inability to get the votes needed to become the U.S. Speaker of the House. Talked a little bit about President Trump's influence. Most people in Congress are supporting President Trump, and Trump is supporting Mr. McCarthy. And uh, that's of course, today. Uh, that Doug may is talking tomorrow. about the vaccine. So uh, that's a great aside. Also, we can discuss that. Linda Kenyon was on earlier talking about the chaos and the daycare that they're running in Washington, and we don't mean <laughs> for any children. These are for the uh, members of Congress. All right, we got a caller standing by. We'll take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Dan has been patiently waiting. Go ahead, sir. You are on the mark. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Why, to me, I wish there were a couple hundred more Scott Perry's, we could start to drain that terrible swamp a little bit down there. But unfortunately, the swamp is gaining control again, even in our Congress. So 
I hate to say this, but I think the swamp is going to win out again, and we'll be stuck with someone like Kevin McCarthy or someone like that. That's how deep this swamp is. Well, President Trump supports Kevin McCarthy. And unfortunately, he's on the wrong side. On this one. Yeah, he's why wrong he on come the... out and said that, but Wrong anyway. on the vaccine, wrong on this. You know, your hero is wrong on quite a bit, Dan. <laughs> He's having a struggle. <laughs> yeah, he's having a... He's. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there either, Joe. It, it is very concerning how Trump is coming out with some of these woke ideas, but... I don't know what it is. So voting for, there, for Kevin Joe. McCarthy would be woke? <laughs> I well, don't McCarthy's think so. a compromiser. Uh, you know, our friend Dale there made a one point I can agree with. Kevin McCarthy would be quite a bit like the Speaker of the House that's leaving. So the only difference is your rhetoric would be different, but they would end up doing the same thing just as the Republican Party has done over most of my lifetime. They have the right rhetoric, but what they end up legislating is lib is left liberal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's the way I look at it. Dale had a point there. Pelosi and McCarthy, yeah, they talk different, but it end up being the same type of things being done. Well, I agree with you, Mike. Or yeah, Mike. I'm sorry, Dan. I, I just uh, think that uh, Kevin McCarthy's been an integral part of everything that's been wrong in Washington for a long time. So yeah, you're right. You think, and I think and, uh, he voted me, for all the stimulus question. packages, right? I think he was. You let know, me ask you this question: to them. If he was so bad as the leader, why did the Republicans, even during the Trump administration, keep voting him in as the Republican leader in the House? No, well, they're. A lot of them Republicans are in the swamp, very right. deep. It's not, I'm not, I don't condemn the Democrats alone. I'm equally more worried. I'm more worried about the Republicans in the swamp. They're the real problem to the, the country, and they just keep winning out all the time. And, the, you know, the real you want to talk about a clown show, <laughs> it's a serious clown show, is the way our country's being run right now. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. And, it, you know, it, it turned out just the way I hoped it wouldn't, when, when Biden won, I hoped it wouldn't turn out like this. I prayed that it wouldn't, but it turned out just as a lot of us naysayers said it would. We said it's going to be evil, and and it's basically been downhill ever since. For two years, we've been going downhill, and you have your media. All of them are happy as larks all <laughs> night. You watch the late-night talk show, which I don't, but now and then I tune in. They're as happy as larks, how great things are going. Well, they're partisan how comedians. How do they think? the average person is out here that we can't see our life's starting to suck i hate to use that word but i'll use it more and more and more well you know okay in what way does your life now suck that it didn't suck before just well inflation's out of, out of control I can right. well inflation I just, all right 
I don't. I hardly go anywhere because of the price of gasoline. Well, it's coming I, down you go now. to the oh, grocery yeah, store. Gas is cheap. Going to be three dollars a gallon. You go out to eat. You know, if you want a a decent meal, and it's, our area is fairly good in prices, you're going to pay fourteen, fifteen dollars for a full course meal, and that's not even steak or anything high price. That's medium price yep. food. And that's the way it it's starting to suck, Joe. <laughs> and the way we're the way we have it on the border, that's terrible. The yeah. border situation is terrible. Bringing in drugs more and more, the cartels are in control. And yeah, Joe's going to go to the border, but. He says, but what's going to be done about it? <laughs> Support for DACA I, and other topics. You know, I, it's a con- very concerning, Joe, very concerning way yeah. our country's going. I, I am completely worried about it, right. the way we're going right we're in trouble. now. And yep, we're in I trouble. keep praying for America. Oh, give us the America that we're lo- back that we had years ago. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, and, listen, uh, you thank know, you, sir. But I, I don't know if we're going to figure it out, Mark. I think we I don't, will. <laughs> I think we're kind of going the wrong direction, and I don't see no turning around. Is it? The philosophy in America has changed over the last 50, 60 years, maybe 70. We changed the what our philosophy is. Right. we got to hit the road, the but thank you, Dan. And the modern philosophy <laughs> isn't have anything to do with actual reality. All right, perfect. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling hey, in. Hey, you guys have a great there day. Take care. You Keep too. Praying. Let's pray for, America, pray for America, all you prayer warriors out there. We certainly need a lot of help. Thank you okay, so much. Thank you. All right, you thank guys you have a great day. All right. All right, upper right-hand corner, back to the vaccine. Uh, Charlie says, if a person wants to get the vaccine, that's fine. Get it. If a person doesn't want to get the vaccine, that's fine. Don't get it. I have no problem with either person. What I have a problem with is people and the government telling me what I have to do. Oh, that you have to get the vaccine. Yeah, some people have to. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. Uh, as far as uh, Biden and the border, um, he passed that on to vice president, and she's not doing her her job. So it's not his fault that she's not doing her job. Oh, wait a minute, but let me explore that for a minute. He's the guy who's in charge. If somebody he gives a job to doesn't do it, doesn't he have an obligation to exercise some control and remove her from that position if she's not working? Doesn't that make it his fault? Well, the same thing happened with Trump and Vice Pence. No, we're not talking about him. We're talking about Joe no, Biden. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the border situation with, you know, Miss Harris. And I, mean, I agree with you. She hasn't done anything, but I think Joe Biden's let her not do anything. Uh, whether people know it or not, there's funding all the time that goes to the border fixing the border. All right, there's some stuff down there. There's no argument there. I mean, we have Border Patrol. There's more Border Patrol agents than ever before. They don't steal, they don't steal money from the military to do it. That was a specific and line item that President Trump used to uh, erect border wall or to start the process anyway. Right, and do you know anybody in the military how these families are 
struggling to survive. Well, why didn't the Democrats give him the money? Why didn't they give him money to do it so that he didn't have to take it from there? Yeah, it wasn't. I don't uh, know, and that's what the Republicans are doing now, stalling everything, not voting for a person to work and get things done. All right, we got you, Bob. That's what this is all about with the Republicans. It's all about stalling things. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Well, I can't argue that with Bob because they are stalling electing the Speaker of the House. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks, Bob. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate the call. You right. too, sir. Take w- care. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, lower right-hand corner. I believe that's oh, a new a second. one. second. I just took my glasses off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I suspect EB is on the payroll of a Soros-backed organization. <laughs> I doubt it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we would love to have you on board. Uh, you can call us, if you wish, at 1-800-795-9565. Is this democracy or a clown show in Washington, D.C.? Which is it? Is this the way good government's supposed to look? Uh, is President Trump's... Hey, there's Bozo. And hey, Bozo. <laughs> that's one of the salespeople here. Sorry. Clarabelle. Clarabelle the clown. They're oh, all there. Oh, boy, Clarabelle. <laughs> What is that, from the 40s? Claire? That's from Howdy Doody. Okay, the 30s. Yeah, two horns, so. a yes horn and a no horn. Oh, I got you, okay. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236, but you have to put in the keyword OTM. It's Howdy Doody time. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back. We got some new texts and emails. Yes, we, got we do. Time for another caller. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. My observation has kind of been that this is the way democracy looks. It isn't pretty, but that's the way. You, what did uh, Linda Kenyon said? That's how it's making sausage in Washington. You got a tasty treat at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that we're going to get any tasty. <laughs> yeah, treat I don't at the see any treats <laughs> emanating from this. But, no, uh, but uh, she she's allowed to to hope. It's hope does spring eternal. <laughs> hope and change. Hey, didn't we Tom, vote for that one time? Yes, we did. Who was that? Hope and change. President Obama. Obama, yeah. All right. We didn't. We could hope for change, but we didn't get it. Well, we got some change. <laughs> right. And if you had a dollar back then, it was only worth change. So. And that's all it's worth today. But yeah, now it's worth less. Anyway, Tom, who is a combination of Statler and Waldorf, it rolled into <laughs> all, one. All rolled into one. He sits up in the balcony throwing his little bombs at us. He says, Dan says Dale has a point. I'm concerned for both of them. The show 
show was a real hoot today. Yeah, he said the other day it was Comedy Central when he tuned right. in and those two were talking. And let's see, one of our texters says, oh, please, Bob, the border problem is Biden's fault. He's the president of the United States. No, Mark, there aren't more Border Patrol. Well, they said they were going to hire more. Maybe they didn't, but in any event, uh, yeah, it's just... Well, so how, what, 87,000 new President IRS agents? Uh, Biden's plate. There's no mm-hmm. argument about that. Uh, All right, and then so this taking back on me, I wasn't aware of this. Said no, Joe, gas isn't decreasing. It jumped twenty plus cents yesterday in Danville, which has been lower than the surrounding area. I didn't notice that. I mean, yeah, I thought it's been fairly up. steady, so I, I apologize. All right, it's going back up again. Oh, you got to check gas, buddy. You know, you're you're missing the boat. It doesn't matter. I have to buy gas to get where I'm going. So whatever the price is, I've got to pay it. Yeah, but you got to know when to buy and when not to buy. I buy when my tank is empty. <laughs> So Isn't you don't price you, shop? No, I, I bought, well, I mean, if, if I got 10 cents off from the grocery store, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, sometimes their prices are 20 cents higher, so you really don't wind up getting any kind of a deal most well, of the yeah, time. Well, yeah, Giant and Shemokin Dam is not the good place to go for gas. Go to the Giant in Danville. They're, they're, they participate in the gas war up there. Do they? Yeah, oh. Joe, you're missing a whole science of well, gas by the time prices I drive, Well, here. my time is worth something. By the time I drive to Danville, I've got about a half an hour, 40 minutes in the trip, well, to there and back. Right, don't make I'm a special trip. Gas, but I don't have a reason to go to Danville on a daily basis or even a weekly basis. Right. You, you wouldn't want to make a special trip, but you can make trips up there to uh, uh, buy gas. So, yeah, 359 in Northumberland, 365 in Sunbury, uh, 345 the somewhere. Probably the Sunoco up in Montana is 345, so they're still low. Yeah, the gas war in Lewisburg has it down to 342, so if you go up to Lewisburg, top off your tank. Well, I guess I'll have to head to Lewisburg. <laughs> well, don't make a special trip. It is not worth these pennies to make a special trip. Trip, and you should also get a Sunoco well, discount card. Well, that's what card. I said. My time is valuable, too, so I tend not to waste it. Okay. If I have to get gas... I'm just telling you. I mean, if, let's say you save 10 cents a gallon. You put 20 gallons in... Or 10 gallons in your tank or 20 gallons. You mm-hmm. save... Two bucks. Right. So by the time I drive to Lewisburg... So don't make a special tr- trip. It's not worth but it. But if I need gas, and you're telling me I should shop... No, it isn't worth driving. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be uh, $4 savings to be worth driving to Lewisburg or Danville for you. Because well, you'd use all the savings up on the trip. It, well, and, and my time. What about my time? Well, don't make special trips for gas. How many times do I have to say that you to you? You just said. I'm going to flick you on the bald <laughs> forehead here in a minute. You just said if I was going there. Oh, but if you're going there for going something there? else. Well, yeah, then it's not worth it to drive distances for gas. Just find the least expensive gas around right, here. Right, I'm saying, and if you did that, if you made a habit, some people will shop at one store for this, one store for that, because it's 10 cents cheaper or 30 cents Cherry cheaper. Cherry picking. Right. But, I mean, by the time you drive over there, you, you go in, you spend your time, you push the cart around, you pick out the, the deal that you're right. looking for. What have you really saved? Well, and stores don't love, love, love cherry picking either. No, they want I'm you to so buy everything there, including the thing that's on sale. Unfortunately, though, what they tend to do is, like everybody else, you have a lost leader, something that looks pretty good. There's one grocery store that traditionally around here sells the soft drinks I like for less than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But other things I buy there I find are quite expensive, so... I go there for soft drinks. You can use your gas points at Wise's. Well, I I do. I use them there. I get points at Giant, points at Wise's. 
I got points everywhere, including the big one on the top of my head. <laughs> That's another topic. <laughs> right. All right. Um, yeah, we read all every, Okay, so we're up to speed we're on everything up. in front of us. So okay. now we, we have today another day of whether or not there will be votes in the House for the Speaker. Mm-hmm. And apparently the same scenario is going to play out again. You know the definition of insanity, doing the same <laughs> thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're doing this because no one's said that there's changed their mind, so they hold another vote. I wonder why. what's the reason for that. Why would you do that unless you Well, see you don't know unless you actually take the vote whether somebody's no. changed their mind. <laughs> but what are the odds that 20 people have changed their mind and told no one? Well, I think there's there's a trend. You know, you might look, for, say, for example, the next time two other people abandon uh, McCarthy and go for somebody <laughs> well, else. Well, that's true. Yeah, maybe. You know, so he's still, no one still won, but apparently now there's a shift going. <laughs> Here you go. One of our good smart listeners says. Uh, it says, Joe, you need to get more you gas know. points and get your 25 gallons free. Yeah, there giant. you go. Giant. Okay. Yeah, Wises does the same thing. And then, uh, then one, somebody else suggests I get an electric car. <laughs> no, I actually like to be able to drive somewhere. <laughs> well, you don't go 300. When's the last time you drove 300 miles? You've um, never driven 300 miles yes, in your I entire have. life. When I, you I never came did. Here, I came here from Western Pennsylvania yeah, in 1978. Yeah, okay, one time, <laughs> 30 years ago. <laughs> and I went back to visit friends a couple of times. Joe has never driven 300 miles in the same day, Joe, folks. That's so. not true. I have. Right, the day you moved here. What year was that? 78. Okay. <laughs> and since then, it's only every Around so often town. a 60-mile increment down to Harry or Harrisburg or Hershey. No, I've back. been to Philadelphia, and I've been to... Oh, you went to Washington one time. That yes, was a 300-mile trip. Several times in Washington. Right, okay, so... In any event. (laughs) Okay. My driving habits are not the topic of this program on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) Well, to somebody there, they urge you to get an electric car. But uh, that is from Bob, our good listener in Paxinus, who's ultra smart. And uh, I like that. You know, they're they're talking about all these, uh, during that cold snap, they're saying, you know, don't use any electricity. And yet everybody's saying... No, they told you to conserve. Conserve. Well, how do you conserve if you need to charge your car? Well, that wouldn't be part of it. Maybe you could do it at night. Well, it's the same electricity. (laughs) Hey, at night it's worse. If it's really cold, you need heat at night. A lot of people have electric heat. Well, they were were concerned about having enough electricity on the grid, and so they asked people to conserve. I I don't know if it makes sense or not, but uh, most people weren't going anywhere anywhere, anyway, so your car should be pretty much charged up. And it was just during that bitter cold snap. Yeah, but I mean, still, if if energy is in short supply during a snap yeah, you could like wait that. to charge your car. You, most people would have to have a gasoline car for their rare long trips anyway. So we should have one of each. Now you're saying I need to get an electric that car would be and a, a gas perfect car. household. Yeah, right. you could make your trips to Harrisburg in the electric. When you go to Washington, you're going to need uh, gas. All right. Well, I'll see you Monday. Have a nice weekend. It isn't. It's critical which car you drive. You just have to slow down, Joe. You're you're exceeding the posted legal speed limit. Nah, says you. (laughs) You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Financial Friday is tomorrow.